Oh my goodness, your comment made me laugh so hard. I have three girls, one of whom is 17. She, I'm sure, would sleep for days if I let her. <laughs> I do not understand this vampiric state that they seem to take when they get become teenagers. She just likes to stay up all night. I can hear her in the kitchen making a snack at like 1 o'clock in the morning. And she will sleep all day if I let her. So I've sort of started getting her up during the summer holidays. I try by 10 <laughs> and I'm like the devil mom uh, just for making her get up. So it's kind of nice to hear there's another parent that actually makes the kids get up. <laughs> so good luck with that. Okay, the lawnmower from hell segment did not quite work out, so I am going to piece it together right here and now. I'm going to re-air the segment, and then I will provide the link, so that way um, the segment makes much more sense. Enjoy. Integrity Radio. As a musician, as an entertainer, certainly as a magician... I have learned how easy it is to manipulate people's emotions. Now, you certainly don't have to be an artist of any sort to manipulate people's manipu uh, emotions. In fact, I think we manipulate each other's emotions and our own emotions unconsciously. But the conscious manipulation of emotions certainly takes more work, more effort. You know, magicians are a great part of our society. They teach us how easy it is to get a whole bunch of people to nod yes to something that is not true. We are extremely biologically hardwired to try to figure things out quickly. Now, I don't know what the percentage or ratio is, but we get it wrong a lot. We get it right, or else we wouldn't use that system, but we also get it wrong a lot of times. Things are often not as they appear. If I can remember, I'll put a link to uh, the Jerry Andrus um, box frame illusion. I think it's important to remember what your perspective is, but be very flexible, be willing to genuinely take on other perspectives if you really want to see things more clearly and if you really want to behave more efficiently. As an artist, I want to restrict myself. I want to restrict the tools that I use. I prefer a brush and some paint and canvas. I, I don't use a, a camera or a computers in my art. However, as an observer of art or of as an observer of life, I want to look at as many perspectives as I can, and unique perspectives, not the perspectives that are long held and monumentized and conventionalized. 
And in this respect, I think our duality really serves us. And we can really be empowered with this sort of duality. But now for something totally different. Um, I have a neighbor that keeps mowing his pasture. He has a pasture in front of his place like we do. and um, Keeps mowing every day isn't actually mowing anything he just drives the mower up and down and up and down all day sometimes in the night now this is not the guy that owns the property but just some guy that maybe lives there or comes there every day and does this doesn't actually mow anything and then he'll actually come home the owner of the property will come home and He'll drive a uh, a four wheel, like a what are those? Those recreational four by fours or something. And uh, he'll come home and drive that up and down and up and down. Now we're, we live in a in a pretty populated area. We're, we're very close to, to each other. Um, we just happen to have you know large lawns, so we're right in the city, you know. Um, this is just so bizarre. Some of the strangest things here. <clears throat> just, yeah. Dust and mowing his lawn all day, all night, but no mowing. Maybe it's just trimming. Maybe he doesn't want to shock the blades of grass. Jeez. Very peculiar. I have no idea what I was talking about anymore. Uh, I hope it was uh, enjoyable nonetheless. <laughs> Integrity Radio. I have to tighten that rope a little. I got this first one. I think it needs to be lowered a little bit. Will you look at it, George? Very first one. Yeah. Move it in more and down. A little bit each way. I had been convinced by Randy and others that I should meet this guy. And that meant flying out to Oregon and meeting him at the Castle of Chaos in Albany. One of the first things he did was take me outside, take me around the corner of his house and look. And there was this impossible, apparently cubicle crate with, with four vertical lines and four horizontal lines all connected. One board that appears to be on a back corner goes from the top to the bottom of the back corner and yet it comes in front of one of the horizontal boards that's out in front. Uh, it, it can't exist. We ran a picture of that in Omni. I did a feature story called Magic Man about Jerry. The story got immense uh, readership in Omni. Everybody loves magic and everybody loves being deceived and then frequently finding out how they were deceived and it was one of our, our most successful articles. We published the picture and I, my thought was well in my games column we'll publish reality, we'll show what the actual box looked like as you step to the side and the publisher of Omni was Bob Guccione who took a look at the pictures and said no I think it'd be better if we just print the illusion and don't print the answer to the until a few months later and have have people write in and tell them how you think they, that, that he made this. I got an entire column of games 
all going on the mail that came in, people saying, here's how he must have done that. And some of them were popsicle sticks uh, uh, glued together, and some of them were drawings saying, here's what you would see from that angle. And as a matter of fact, the majority of people came up with another way of doing this impossible box that was different from the way Jerry did it. Somebody sent a picture to a magic magazine years ago, said this is the way Houdini got out of the boxes, sent it as a joke. And I thought that if I could build a real one, send it to the magazine and say, send this to so-and-so and tell him I've got the box built, but I can't get the size nailed on. And so I made a matchstick thing, and this just happens to be what I thought at first, and which I'm glad I did because it's so far different than a re real, real box. This, of course, is a good example of, of how you interpret what you see. You know, I met Jerry Andrus when I was young, and he was not like all the other magicians I had met previously. In fact, Jerry Andrus would be the quintessential non-narcissistic magician. I would, I would remember Jerry Andrus doing demonstrations during magic conventions and Jeff McBride would be sort of to the side watching him and uh, almost trying to upstage him uh, just in his being blown away <laughs> by Jerry. But he couldn't do it. Jerry was that amazing of a magician. All of Jerry's uh, magic was unique. He created all of his own effects, and they really were amazing. Even if you knew how they were done, they were just amazing. But perhaps more amazing was him as a human being. So um, if you don't know about Jerry Andrus, you should check it out. Or rather, check him out. Jerry Andrus. Wow. Integrity Radio. There's so much more out there than what is appreciated as good or great. The movie stars, the champion athletes, and the world's celebrated minds are but the tip of the iceberg to the actual vast amount of unrecognized greatness. In fact, the potential for greatness in all of us can be crippled by the erroneous acceptance of mediocrity as greatness. There's been no better time to imagine yourself as being great and then actually being able to work hard on yourself to attain that greatness.
Our future requires that each person find that unique gift of greatness inherent in all of us. And we find that unique gift of greatness through education, exploration, through discovery, and through secular humanities. seven deadly sins should first sort out the basic food position then start your preaching that's where it all begins you lot to preach restraint and watch your waste as well to learn for once the way the world is run. However much you twist, or whatever lies you tell, food is the first thing. Morals follow on. So first be sure that those who are now starving get proper helpings when we all start carving. What keeps mankind alive? What keeps mankind alive? The fact that millions are daily tortured, starved, silenced, and oppressed. Mankind can keep alive thanks to his aptitude for keeping his humanity repressed. Now, for once, you must try to face the facts. Mankind is kept alive by bestial acts. And for once, you must try to face the facts. Mankind is kept alive by bestial acts.
everybody Z here. Ronnie and I was talking about emotional intelligence and um, I sort of threw out a hypothesis because the physical pathway for emotional intelligence starts in the brain at the spinal cord. Your primary senses enter here and must travel to the front of your brain before you can think rationally about your experience. But first, they travel through the limbic system, the place where emotions are experienced. Emotional intelligence requires effective communication between the rational and emotional centers of the brain. And so, uh, I've also read a lot about this and watched a lot of uh, YouTube videos, uh, workshops, seminars, stuff like that from various doctors and psychiatrists and stuff. Um, neuroscience, mostly, neuroscientists. And yeah, how they're explaining is everything has to go through the emotion. Rather you know it or not, everything gets processed as an emotion and then goes to the logic. So rather you know it or not, that's how it works. I think that's fascinating. If anybody has information on this to the contrary, please let me know. Now, I now I threw out a hypothesis of my own, or at least I believe it's my own. I don't think it's been influenced by any other work other than my work in Wing Chun. And that is uh, the body having memory, places of memory. The whole body is a memory processing center. And that certain memories are um, throughout the body are affected by injuries throughout the body. Now, I don't want this to start sounding too, uh, you know, new agey hogwash. Uh, so I'm not going in that direction with this, trust me. Or even better, uh, Google it yourself. <laughs> Some of the phenomena connected with this are sort of amputees uh, having a ghost effect of still feeling their foot. Perhaps pain connected to the base of the spine or connected to the nervous system that is connected to the base of the spine may be more difficult to manage pain-wise. Okay, here's the hypothetical part. That was just the hypothetical part. Here's another hypothesis, is that if the pain is close to the base of the spine, then it would create a loop, a short loop, from that point to the base of the spine. It would create a short loop. And the smaller the loop, the stronger the loop. Now, if the pain or the memory is further away, let's say, at your foot, then that pain easier to manage simply because the loop is so big that, it, that it's easy to break that loop, that pain loop. Now again, this could be uh, current pain, immediate pain, or more importantly, um, stored pain not pain it's a memory of a of a pain in the knee or the foot being held 
perhaps unconsciously. You know, again, I'm asking these questions, but these very well could be questions that have already been asked uh, through neuroscience. So if anybody out there knows or has a good source for me to check, let me know. And uh, I'm sorry that I muddled through this segment so poorly, but it's more of a note to myself to look into these areas um, more thoroughly. So my apologies, Integrity Radio. Save the date, PsyCon is returning to Las Vegas for 2017. Today, you turned on your computer or your phone and Facebook told you that vaccines are an evil government plot. Twitter told you the sun is revolving around a flat earth. And the House Science Committee told you that climate change is nothing to worry about. Meanwhile, up is down. True is false. Oceania has always been at war with East Asia. And dogs and cats may in fact be living together. Enough already. It's time once again for the forces of reason and science to come together. Time for critical thinkers to connect, learn from each other and sharpen their skills. Time for the leading lights of skepticism to share their wisdom and rally the troops. It's time for PsyCon 2017 back in Las Vegas. October the 26th to the 29th, join luminaries such as James the Amazing Randy, Richard Dawkins, Eugenie Scott, The Skeptic's Guide to the Universe, Susan Gerbeck, Harriet Hall, Richard Wiseman, Carrie Poppy, Joe Nickel, and many, many more. The Master of Ceremonies is none other than George Harab. For the biggest Skeptics event of the year, returning triumphantly to the Excalibur Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas, the City of Illusions, PsyCon 2017 will be packed with fascinating talks and presentations, dazzling entertainment and fun social events with fellow Skeptics. This October, get away from fake news and conspiracy theories filling up your news feeds at PsyCon 2017 your alternative to alternative facts. For more information, visit www.csiconference.org. How do you get shirts so clean, Mr. Lee? Ancient Chinese secret. My husband, some hotshot. Here's his ancient Chinese secret, Calgon. Calgon's two water softeners soften wash water so detergents clean better. In hardest water, Calgon helps detergents get laundry up to 30% cleaner. We need more Calgon. Ancient Chinese secret, huh? Calgon helps detergents get laundry up to 30% cleaner. You know, this is not just the nature of science. It's the nature of knowing. The more you know about something, the more you find out that you don't know. Correct. Yeah, that's the nature. It's the nature of anything. It's, it's the nature of knowing. It's what drives curiosity. Yeah, yeah. It seems that people's thinking are resistant to this. Yes, people are resistant to change. 
<laughs> Any change. My youngest kid has a t-shirt that says, nothing is impossible. It drives me nuts. I, I want to take it from him. I want to throw him away, but I can't do it. I got to let him have a t-shirt. But I want to find a t-shirt or make a t-shirt for him that says, nothing is impossible. See, it sounds like the same thing, but it isn't. And I think that really encompasses sort of me, my perspective. Sounds like I'm saying the same thing, but I'm not. Nothing is impossible. Ask Lawrence Krauss. Integrity Radio. The truth is inside of us. And it's wonderful when we have the courage to tell it. What if I were very, very sad and all I did was smile? I wonder after a while what might become of my sadness. What if I were very, very angry and all I did was sit and never think about it? What might become of my anger? Where would they go and what would they do if I couldn't let them out? Maybe I'd fall, maybe get sick or doubt. But what if I could know the truth and say just how I feel? I think I'd learn a lot that's real about freedom. I'm learning to sing a sad song when I'm sad. I'm learning to say I'm angry when I'm very mad. I'm learning to shout, I'm getting it out, I'm happy. Learning exactly how I feel inside of me. I'm learning to know the truth. I'm learning to tell the truth. Discovering truth will make me free. Are you discovering the truth about you? Well, I'm still discovering the truth about me. That's what we do as we keep on growing in life. We are the Genuine Imitation Old News Show Recorded Live, sight unseen with all the seriously funny standard deviations from the loyal opposition inside out. Integrity Radio. Your life is your life. Don't let it be clubbed into dank submission. Beyond the watch. There are ways out. There is a light somewhere. It may not be much light, but it beats the darkness. Beyond the watch, the gods will offer you chances. Know them. Take them. He can't beat death, but he can beat death in life, sometimes. And the more often you learn to do it, the more light there will be. Your life is your life.
Know it while you have it. You are marvelous. The gods wait to delight in you. If you are going to try, go all the way. Otherwise, don't even start. If you are going to try, go all the way. This could mean losing girlfriends, wives, relatives, jobs, and maybe your mind. Go all the way. It could mean not eating for three or four days. It could mean freezing on a park bench. It could mean jail. It could mean derision, mockery, isolation. Isolation is the gift. All the others are a test of your endurance, of how much you really want to do it, and you'll do it, despite rejection and the worst odds. And it will be better than anything else you can imagine. If you're going to try, go all the way. There is no other feeling like that. You will be alone with the gods, and the nights will flame with fire. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. All the way. All the way. You will ride life straight to perfect laughter. It's the only good fight there is. Doctor Alan Shore wrote, and I quote: "One has to understand the importance of emotion." There has been a transformation in psychology, which was once interested in behavior, then in cognition, and right now we are going through what has been termed an emotional revolution. Emotion is now at the heart of a lot of scientific research. It's at the heart of understanding early emotional development. And also, emotion is at the heart of all forms of psychotherapeutic change. Integrity Radio. He goddamn mad doggy. He goddamn mad doggy. Fight is on, but you 
Honey. Yes. We have a call in. We do? Yeah. Who called in? I don't know. Let's go see. Okay. Hi, Integrity Radio. This is Kathy with WordPress Barista. It is important. It is interesting about the emotional revolution, but the one thing that always sort of um, gets my goat, I guess, it kind of gets me worked up is that there is way too much credit given to our emotions and not enough personal responsibility when it comes to our behavior. And I think um, as interested as we can be in emotions, they do not have to control us. They're just what they are. And it's kind of the basis for most therapies or cognitive behavioral therapy and all of that, that, that our emotions do not have to control us. We are not helpless victims, and that gives a person a lot of power. So I think that's important to remember. Interesting. What do you think? I think that's an interesting take on it. And I think by saying it, it gives a person power, meaning it, it, it gives, you, gives you the feeling of power over your emotions, because you are not your emotions. You have control over your emotions, I think is what she's trying to say. Yeah, I, mean, I, I actually think she is saying what I'm saying, or at least what I tried to say and may have failed to say, is that our emotions, uh, well, all of our, everything we do has to go through our emotions. And so uh, we have to kind of get over our emotions in order to get to the rationale of the experience. Correct. Yeah. And so, um, yes, I think we're all agreeing uh, on every level here. I think so. I'm just yeah. saying it in different ways, but I, I think we're all in agreement, yes. Yeah. Now, if I said it and didn't and, and was saying it uh, in a way that sounded like I wasn't saying that, um, then, um, yeah, that should be pointed out to me because uh, I do like to be as succinct as possible mm -hmm. about what I'm trying to say. Um, 
What else was I say? But yeah, you know, a lo- uh, I, I think I know what she's getting at, though, which is that there's a lot given to the whole emotions, you know. You know, be you have to listen to your emotions, yeah, and you have to, to emotion. give in to your emotions, and and you know all these books and all this other stuff. Uh, people making millions on books regarding emotional blah blah blah. So I think I I, I agree with her on that level too. Yes. Yeah, and I'm certainly not going in that direction on this uh, topic. So, uh, all right, well, thank you very much for that. That was a WordPress barista. Boy, I wish I knew knew her back when we had a WordPress uh, website. (laughs) Need some help. (laughs) Yeah, needed a lot of help back then, but I just gave up. (laughs) All right, thanks again. Thank you.
Obi's got something to say. Obi, what do you have to say to our anchor listeners? What do you got to say, Obi? Anything what do you got to say, Obi? Uh, he, uh... He grabbed the rawhide. He got the rawhide. So... That's not go-to-bed music. All right. That's it for the for our show. That's it. <laughs> Time for bed. Thanks for listening. Integrity. Radio. <laughs>